Anaksha Pandey, aka Resilient Lucky. Welcoming you back to my podcast. This one goes back to the memories of my college time, the sports day, and the crazy laughs we had as a team. What seems like a day of break or enjoyment to some is that of compulsion to others. Yes, a compulsion to many who have no interest in sports and yet have to sit in the sun the entire day. But to some who are excited people like me, it's work they have been doing for a month in the background that has to look all good and perfect. Being the house captain of the Nightingale House, the sports day had already started for me, just like my other counterparts way back in advance. From shortlisting the list of activities to looking for interested participants, finalizing the snacks, looking for guests, conducting pre-events and finally finalizing the candidates based on these sports pre-events, a lot goes in the background that seldom comes to the eye. And it all has to be synced properly to have the best showcase on the event day. One such task was to prepare the heats. Heats are mainly a smaller grouping of athletes competing in the same race. And for each round of each race, a separate list of participants must be prepared for their qualifications in the sports pre-events. So, all of us four house captains were sitting together to prepare the heats for the events. We had to put eight participants per heat, that is, two from each house per heat. And unlike the other three houses, knowing each of the participants of my house and their performance came to my advantage. When others were looking at the list in their hand and putting participants' name in the heat in the sequence as they were listed, I didn't mind putting some extra time into strategizing the heats by putting only one strong candidate in one heat, and hence increasing the overall probability of the wins. And with that extra effort and the caliber of the participants, the results spoke for themselves on the final stage. And this is the power of information and investing in healthy relationships with your teammates. So, with all fair means, we always stood at an advantage to reach the final rounds of different races. And this is not the only time when having some extra information came to our advantage. The extra hard work we had invested in preparing the event as a team certainly paid off. This one was about the Matki race, a race in which the participants had to keep the Matki or the earthen pot on their heads and walk run to the finish line. Well, hard work pays, always, and this time it was the testing of all the Matkis to know beforehand which all are flatter on the surface and which others are more imbalanced. After all, it's a handmade earthen pot. By the way, I have a love for earthen pots. The smell of mud in the rain and that of the earthen pot when cold water pours into it are incomparable, aren't they? Now, the trick was to clearly instruct the team to return the mudki I am giving them back into my hands rather than putting them back on the table. And we were not at all disappointed. Round by round, having the advantage of such simple information and team coordination to ensure no one was putting the pots back on the table, but circulating it back to the teammates, our house was shining with winners. I call this information good homework or smart work. Preparation always paid. But more importantly, teamwork, especially in a series of events with no teams but individual events of individual participants. Only the fact that we all decided to work as a group while everyone else was about individuals playing was a huge advantage. But moreover, it was my first big leadership lesson for self. I had all the information about the matkis, the 
participants and the sequence of events. Yet I choose not to participate myself and facilitate others when I could have used this information having a good speed and balance back then to collect a medal for myself. But I chose to be the one handling the pots for letting the house shine. No, that doesn't mean I am a person who loves to sit quietly and hide. I knew apna time aega. And when it came to the race between all the captains and union members, there was no scope to be second. I could not have disappointed myself and the team. Technically, there was never a team or team event. Just that participants of our house were all close bound and worked together. The result? Well, we won the house trophy with clear distinction in house points. So, the moral of the story? Yes, sometimes I do punch tantra. Remember those story collection from childhood with all the cute animal characters and a strong moral lesson at the end? I'm not sure if they are the same stories children read today, but I'm certainly a bit influenced by them at times. So, the story's moral is that a shiny trophy doesn't always come in handy. We put a lot into getting it on our hands to reach that one moment of pride to hold it and shine. More importantly, teamwork, strategy, compromises and hard work behind a single picture might not be the same as it looks. But I have one question to ask. What would you call such a use of information and coordination? Smart work or cheating? For leadership doesn't come easy when you have to know the thin line between staying within rules and still being informed, creative and strategizing the resources to their utmost utility. On this note, signing off for the day, stay blessed.